to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I don't push things under a rug, but get ready to watch me become a doormat. And now we guess who said that. Yeah, this is becoming a guessing game, as Alex pointed out. Jackie. No. I'm only saying it because rugs were mentioned by him in a weird way this week on Vanderpump Rules. Schwartz? <laughs> no, it was for Danielle. When Danielle says, I don't like to push things under the rug, which is why she was meddling in Carl and Kyle's beef. And so she doesn't like to push things under a rug, but we know that she's about to lose her friendship with Lindsay and Carl because she yes. becomes a doormat. So big old yikes. Well, I'm glad that that tagline went over so well. You both were easily uh, well, able to guess. You know, like, could be, well, Schwartz was like, should I put a rug out on the patio where I pee? That was weird. That was a weird moment. Also, doesn't he pee off the patio and not onto the patio? The whole thing was quite confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a puppy pad out there. We're also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. And this tagline is going to go over very well. Call me Argos, the many-eyed creature from Greek mythology, because I have so many open eyes. Oh, wow. Any guesses? No. <laughs> it is, half of that is very specifically something someone said this week. <laughs> <laughs> we give up. Alex, who is it? Alexandra Lubert of Miranda Pump Rules. Oh, my gosh. Is it really, truly... James Kennedy, he brought over up Greek mythology? No, she has so many open eyes now based upon James's oh. past relationships. Oh. We are also joined uh, via remote Mike, my lovely sister and our co-host, Miss Julia Baker. You underestimated me, but I'm a master of tomfoolery. Right, <laughs> Julia, that was great. Thank you. All right. We have a ton to get through today. Um, let's let's see if we can keep all of our thoughts to ourselves until the time comes. Hint, 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 Vanderpump. Uh, let's start with Summer House. All right. So I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but Carl is talking a lot of shit about Kyle, who's his employer. He, has, he also makes his money on Summer House, which is Kyle's show. Mm. nobody's gonna want your he's like oh basically saying oh Lindsay and i can make appearances for you know ourselves like paris hilton style but nobody's gonna watch you if you're not on summer house like he's not thinking this through at all Lindsay and carl are doing exactly what george and melissa gorga are doing and that is they're overestimating their own starlight they don't realize they're supporting cast which they are original cast members, so I get it, but it is Kyle's show, and they just don't see that. There was a, uh, in the sneak peek at next week's episode, where um, Kyle, like, gets really mad at Danielle for calling Amanda untrustworthy. Did you both see the sneak preview? Yes. Yes. Kyle gave off such Joe Gorga vibes mm-hmm. when he was like, the whole, like, you're saying that about my wife. I could I imagine like Joe Gorga being like, it's just sad the way you're talking about my wife. It's sad. It makes me sick. <laughs> what do you guys think? Like, I know Carl and Lindsay weren't in this episode either, but people online are saying that they're getting real big, like, bullshit relationship vibes. I think they're really in a relationship, but, like, there is something very off about the two of them together. Well, Lindsay's always off. 
She has such grand mm-hmm. expectations. So whoever she's with, it's just going to seem – she puts so much into her relationships. And Carl is a man who's constantly convincing himself that things are good. So that's why he seems off. Like his whole life is him being like, I think things are going pretty well. He just like says things out loud like that to mm-hmm. himself. It's like he's constantly reassuring himself and Lindsay. So yeah, she thinks that they're totally great because of that. Yes, we just have to address how amazing Gabby is. And Sam, welcome to the cast, you two. They're great. I have a theory. I have a a little conspiracy mm. theory. Uh-oh, it better not be my award, Alex. I'll be so mad at you. So Gabby went to like, we found out that Gabby and Danielle had like an overlap dating the yes. same person. Well, they're both being The person on. Gabby was with. But I think mainly the person Gabby was seeing cheated on her with yes. Danielle. Danielle, yes. And Gabby then went to extreme lengths to like publicly shame this man. She had a password to all his like social media accounts, including LinkedIn, and just said disparaging things about him online. I think like she's a master uh, a plotter. She's great at revenge. I think she's spent the past few years trying to get mm-hmm. on this show to get revenge on Danielle. Oh my gosh! Alex, and she, that's my award. She's just <laughs> so cool. And I think Danielle knew that the guy was with Gabby. Is my other conspiracy theory. Oh, Danielle's acting like she had no idea this episode. She fucking knew. Alex, coming in hot. I have to say the tea party was fabulous. It gave off the best Real Housewife vibes. These girls are all auditioning. And also, no one's going to eat Kyle's pocket fries. It's true. Yeah, just ruined his pants mm-hmm. for nothing, which honestly. Yeah. Um, should we start a Kyle walk out of dinner count? Because I think we're up to six now. No one storms off more casually than mm-hmm. him. And he just storms off to the bar. He's not, he's yeah, not very good Yeah, and it's just like a light it. strut away. Yeah. And then he comes <laughs> back immediately. All right. Are we ready for Potomac? Yes. Okay. Potomac. Um, speaking of summer house, speaking of winter house, bringing it to Potomac, Robin seems weirdly mad when Jason is brought up. Did you guys catch no. that? Not it. Oh, whoa. She is, says, what's the age difference? Which is like kind of shaming Giselle. You know, like anytime somebody brings up age difference, it's usually not like a acute mathematical problem in your future. So she brings up the age difference. And then when Andy asks Giselle, will we see Jason if they're still dating on the next season? She says, sure. And Robin looks mad. And that could be editing. But like, I don't know. I picked up on something. She's the one who gave I thought the it was age weird. difference, though. She's the one who answered the question. But she asked it and answered it, which makes me feel like, you know, even more. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the editing also. Mm-hmm. Big, like, you never know what they're doing to your brain. Ugh, very true. Speaking of, <laughs> I'm in town for business. Why would I talk to Peter? Mia throws a drink. Julia, you initially said you were on Mia's side. Explain yourself. For the exact same reason Giselle is on Mia's side. I do not like Wendy. I love that. I love that moral flip-flopping just comes down to, I don't like her. It's perfect. Yeah, I like when everybody's like, you don't have a moral compass. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. 
Um, I am like in love with Candace now, mm-hmm. I think. Me too. Oh my god. I, I love she, her. I thought she was gonna get in trouble for the dwindling uterus comment. No, not really. No, I love her for that as well. <laughs> and I thought like sometimes on these shows when they try to get very serious, as we've seen in like Southern Charm reunions, Rony reunions, talking about race, it can get a little weird. I think this was the most poignant Bravo has ever been in addressing race with its colorism. Mm -hmm. It was beautifully done. Alex, can I bring up my, can I read my note to you? Mm -hmm. Coming from a network that employs all the cast members of Southern Charm, they handled this colorism segment intro shockingly (laughs) well. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just thinking about like, you know, Candace starts with defining colorism. They all agree to a definition. And I was just thinking like, if this was Southern Charm, we, we wouldn't have made it through the web. Made it past. We would have stopped for If times. Ramona was there. She she would've, we would have left. made it past Andy saying, yeah, she would have left. We wouldn't have made it past Andy saying, I can't moderate this because I'm a white man. That would be inappropriate. Yeah. Why? Why can't you? You know what yeah. I mean? So and like, Andy, he, who was on one this reunion, also kept it. He kept it cool. He didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, I am happy that we only have one more reunion i like it when they're two-parters but i am bummed that it is 90 minutes because we have the husband but you do understand you understand that like uh, just watching this reunion i'm like yeah i don't think they could cut any of this they're they're doing a lot of juicy stuff and it's making me realize this was a great season (laughs) i know i was maybe not as hot on it when we were giving like our initial reviews but like a lot happened and we haven't gotten no, to like the Chris meat of it. Chris hasn't shown up yet. So that's the 90 minutes. 90 minutes of Chris. I I am saying this now before the third episode airs. But as of right now, I think I want Jacqueline to be a housewife. We'll see. This will be, be her big audition. I, Elizabeth, maybe Robin was looking angry because she saw how Andy went to bat for Giselle. Andy basically was telling the viewers she does put a lot of personal stuff out there and then made her promise to bring Jason on the show. And he's not doing anything for Miss Robin. Speaking Mm -hmm. of Robin, um, I would like to provide a Robin quote that she says to Candace. You get upset about stuff because it's done on camera. Everything we do should happen on camera. Ridiculous. Oh, she walked right into that one. And then the editors immediately cut to, oh, really? Reasonably shady. I forgot. We're getting never before seen footage from Watch What Happens yeah. Live. That's, That's probably the extra 30 minutes that we're Honestly, getting. all right. I take it back. I'll take it. Any final thoughts as we move into Joyzy? Um, I think it's funny that Andy very specifically was like, so, Karen, like, is your show inspired by the Countess's show? Yes. How she tries so hard not to, like, agree to that, that she says that she was inspired by Carol Burnett? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, she's, like, the classic, like, old, like, sketch comedian variety yeah, show like person. Karen did. No, Karen... it's not. I love Karen, though. Karen oh, forever. Too. Um, I usually, I waffle with Wendy. I get frustrated with her, but this episode, I liked her more than I've ever liked her. 
shrugs from me and Julia both. <laughs> Take or leave. If she's not back next season, will you be bummed? I have a comment no. during the amazing colorism <laughs> segment. She was very silent, which I respected, but honestly, she probably could have hand like I was waiting for her to take the reins. This yeah. is right. You know, she's a professor. Her thing. This, this is where she should have shown. A this is like a talking point that she regularly talks about, like on yeah. MSNBC. So, though and, I respected, you know. yeah. she could have recycled some other stuff she's I already said. The fact even. she yeah. gave the other woman so much time to speak, and at the same time, she didn't even give us anything in this segment. It could have been edited out. Okay. Yeah. For time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, New Jersey. All right, New Jersey. I, I'm having a hard time with New Jersey this season because I don't <laughs> like agreeing with Teresa. And Melissa and Joe are making me agree with Teresa. Don't make me root for Elizabeth. Louie. Blood is thicker than water, but it is also harder to clean up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we had already seen the taglines like when they were announcing the season's coming. Bravo posted all of them. Hearing them very different than reading them. Yeah. What Jarring. is Rachel's business? Oh, doesn't she have like a mommy and me store where you can match your daughter, your daughter? No, no that is that just because we see her daughter so much. We no, think I that. I thought that the store was Danielle's. Danielle has the child clothing line. Julia, I don't remember the difference between Okay, any of well, I just have to say, her tagline's all about her own business, and I could not tell you what she does. Yeah, we had some really bad no taglines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jennifer, Aiden. Okay, again, the Teresa thing. It is shocking that Teresa and Jennifer are allies because I can't, you know, Gen- Teresa gets so mad about everything, and, ter- and Jennifer's a loose but Jennifer cannon. Jennifer fluffs Teresa's ego with that tree. The family tree. Oh, God. The most ugly thing in the Teresa world. Teresa loved it. Because I'm tree. I love how every episode this season has ended the same way, with Jennifer getting in a fight and Teresa trying to <laughs> intervene. I also think um, the Louis writing Teresa notes thing oh. was very funny. That he has to write something as simple as, want to make peace. <laughs> and are you coming? Um, I... I'm loving this season of Jersey just from Jennifer Aiden's your awful nose job. I was calling to apologize for calling your nose job awful when she hadn't actually said the thing that she thought she was apologizing for to mm-hmm. that poor dancer in the bubble, like losing her balance constantly and going feet up. Like these are gems and mm-hmm. I can't get enough of them. I'm going to make a stance against Bravo. Stop putting dancers in the pools. Yeah. We saw it on Salt this, Lake City. Well, they, can't, your one thing. they can't have <laughs> yes. too much pool dancing, so we've gone to pool dancing. That's true. Pool dancing. Julia, great transition. That's good. Um, a great reveal this week. Um, I couldn't have asked for anything better than this. Jen Fessler's husband's name is <laughs> Jeff Fessler. <laughs> and I hope we hear that full name as much as we hear Jen Fessler. <laughs> Jen Fessler. You gotta say it right, Alex. Just like daughters, you gotta say Jen Fessler. <laughs> it's, it's sad is what it is. It's just sad. I hope we hear more of that from Joe Gorga. Joe is misreading everything. This keep Not making peace with Teresa is boring to me. Just show up. It's boring mm. to me too, Julia. 
And then you sent Melissa in there by herself. Like, that's the oh, dick gosh, move, that man. conversation Melissa had with her nieces, they never speak, ever. That was awful. That was too big of a giveaway. Yeah. What did you think about Melissa crying after Teresa says, you guys are all my chosen Everyone family? Everyone around Melissa, including Marge, had to tell her that was bad. That's what made <laughs> her cry for sure. It was like the reiteration by everyone that that was mm-hmm. a shitty thing. She was she fine. Because I, I think that she maybe would have just like rolled her eyes mm-hmm. at that, if anything. I'm going to do some preemptive guessing with the Teresa logic when she inevitably gets in trouble for that question. But Melissa is my chosen family. Joe chose her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. You're welcome, Tree. Marge also had a great um, impression of like what she anticipated Teresa's like response to being like confronted about shit. This episode was to the point where I'm like, yeah, there's like yes. Marge hates her. You can tell yeah. like there's no going back to a good space for those two. That impression was just searing. It was like so perfect. All right, are we ready to get into Vander Pump? Yes. Rules? Yes. <laughs> Let's first cover this episode that I I was telling Alex I couldn't pay attention to. The news broke that Tom has cheated on Ariana before I watched it. So all of the drama that usually would have captivated me this episode, I kind of like yada, yada, yada. Like I didn't care as much because I know what's lurking. The one thing I did want to talk about, though, is Tom inviting Katie after he says, like, well, it's, like, family night, and you're my family, inviting her to talk, and then the whole time she's talking, he keeps waving people over. And when she gets frustrated, rightfully so, he just starts dropping all this, like, pseudo-armchair psychology, like, you're such a, I forget what he says, not narcissist, but, you know, different flavor, basically. I noted that, too, Elizabeth. Like, I felt he, bad for Katie Tom in that moment. Tom was the one who started the deep conversation, got mad when Katie tried to continue the deep conversation, and then after he kicked her out, he tells a group of people, I'm having a fight with Katie, my arch nemesis. That was a yeah. huge leap. You invited her. She's And she said, okay, I won't come here and anymore. he invited her to that conversation. I know. Mm-hmm. And then she says, okay, then I won't come here anymore, which seems like the logical, like, takeaway from that. And then he's like, God, you're so selfish. You make it all about you. What do you want from her, Tom? I think he kind of enjoys torturing her, It did her, break honestly. my heart that she said, if people have to start choosing, they're going to choose Tom. Because it's because true. It's true yeah. Unfortunately. Do you see that he still has that photo of him and Katie yes. on his fridge? The thing is, I think that um, I could totally see a world where Schwartz never hooks up with anyone ever again in his life. He never falls in love again. He just goes to the grave being in love with Katie. Do you think so? I think so. I mean, no, okay. I don't think that will happen. Okay. I, I could see that. That happening. is a possibility. Alex, that was a roller coaster. That is definitely happening. <laughs> um, speaking of Tom and uh, Tom Schwartz and Katie. Um, now that they are no longer Bubba's, now that that word is up for grabs, did you hear James called Ali Bubba you this award episode? Stealer, and yes. You already stole my award. Double uh, award stealer, Julia. He stole mine too. Ocean also got called Bubba by her dad, Brock. Oh, wait, it's not Ocean. That's true. Shoot. Summer. Sorry, I don't remember any of these children's names. Summer. Sheena Shays. Yeah. Nor should you. Um... 
Yeah, that word is just yeah, up for grabs everyone's now. Everyone's trying to reinvent Bubba, but Bubba has such a negative connotation to me. It's me watching two people who shouldn't be in a relationship together fight for ten years, and then they break up. So why are people clamoring? Right, to get that Bubba? word like was yes. the glue. That no word, word was, was the glue the that glue. was glued to their wall, heinously behind their couch. Ooh, one more thing before we get into it. We've been talking about it a lot about how, like, well, maybe this whole thing has been, like, Lala's addition to move up to, like, Housewives of Beverly Hills. And when we see – she's studying Beverly Hills this episode when she decides not to go and out. She's at home watching it. season. All right. It's time. And now the time to talk about what everyone wants to talk about, the return of Christina <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> this news that – Tom cheated on Ariana, I feel like is the biggest Bravo news we've had, including um, Jin time. Shaw's arrest. I'm I putting agree. that out there. I agree. More people are talking about this. Alex, you said that you received more text messages about this than you've ever had before. About on any <laughs> birthday I've ever had in my life. You should have start texting people back your birthday. <laughs> Can we start the segment? By giving myself the Detective Doty Award for watching the scene where charcuteries were eaten by Ariana, Katie, and Raquel. And how they're like, how Katie is blaming Sheena for all of Raquel's actions because Raquel would never be able to come up with something so malicious herself as to have. Mm-hmm. A sexual relationship with the, on the Tom, same page, but we Julia. got the wrong Tom. If TMZ is meant to be believed, then Tom and Raquel have already started their affair at this time because we are in late July. Is our filming timeline? You know what? It all makes sense because, as I've said, I, people kind of condescend to Raquel and don't give her enough credit. I think that saying something as audacious as is it as her t- telling Katie like. I asked Schwartz if I could make out with him is the biggest pivot in the world away from like, I'm actually sleeping mm-hmm. with Sandoval right now. Like that is the biggest way to like not have that enter anyone's minds. It was like a possibility. Just be so brash about like, maybe I'm hooking up mm-hmm. with this other person, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, she says the idea was put in my head by Sheena. Like she happily hands I know, Katie the genius. knife to go stab Sheena with. <laughs> And the rumor is that Sheena punched Raquel Well, she Raquel stopped following her on Instagram, which is equally bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the cameras apparently were rushed. You know, we, we are still in the Vanderpump Rules filming time. We're not actively filming, but the reunion hasn't happened yet. So we'll definitely get this at the reunion. But... It'll this will be the equivalent of um, Meredith and Heather going to New York for <laughs> Jen Shaw's trial. I totally agree with you, Alex. It's going to be stuck on at the end, like this weird mm-hmm. little chunk. I'm honestly shocked, but ever since I, I like I watched seasons one through three and then jumped to where we are now, I've never liked Tom Sandoval. He's always seemed like just such well, an Well, from asshole. what you saw... You saw the seasons where, like, a lot of the debate was, like, whether or not he cheated on Kristen. With Ariana. With Ariana. And also yeah. that he, like, lived with these, like, high yes. school twins. Do you remember this? <laughs> so, like, it's very skeezy. <laughs> and also, like, isn't it Lisa who says, like, you you lose him how you... Or you lose him how you get him? Yeah. He has a track record for cheating. 
And he was never going to be full. And you know, like having watched this show since the beginning, him and Ariana's like visions of their future have never aligned. Like Sandoval was never going to be fulfilled in his relationship with Ariana. You could read the writing on the wall. She was never wanted. She never wanted to get married or have kids. Sandoval was always like, it's going to happen. Like he kind of thought he was going to like wear her down, but it was never going to happen. I do want to say in the hindsight of all of this, that him for Raquel and and James's proposal is even weirder now. Well, I had a friend text me and saying, yeah, that it makes sense. Like there's that explains why he was so mm-hmm. weird during it, all that. Because he's been in love with Raquel. I for think so it long? made him fall in love with Raquel because he'd never be able to p- propose to Ariana. So he was living vicariously through James in a way we couldn't even imagine. Oh, Julia. Mm-hmm. Well, until now. Mm-hmm. Now that we know. I caramba. I am. I mean, I feel horrible. No one should be cheated on. But I am secretly ecstatic by this news because we had all of these (laughs) finger pumpers in these giant $2 million homes. That is not where these people are meant to be. We need them in the unboxed apartments that they will all be in now. And that is how this show literally like where I live right now. And And we're getting it back. It's back, baby. I look at the Schwartz scenes and it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> he lives oh like down the street from me. Amazing. Um, oh, well, do you know, you are you aware of like the big theory that like Schwartz, the whole Schwartz Raquel thing is like Schwartz is in on it too and he's also just covering for Sandoval because that's the way the men oh. on these shows are. Well, is that why Sandoval made this I wouldn't be surprised statement that he had nothing to do with it and please don't attack any of my restaurants? And the, the reviews for Schwartz and Sandy's were absolutely hilarious. And they closed the day the news broke for a private event. Wink, wink, wink. And the comments on that were absolutely And then brutal. Yelp had to shut down their review account because they were getting so many bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> Julia sent us a screenshot of one and it was a cockroach with Raquel's face badly photoshopped <laughs> on it. And like found uh-huh. this at Amazing. Schwartz and Sandy's. Whoever did that is a hero. It's so, <laughs> it is so perfect that this news broke during a Tom Sandoval yes. in the most extra show. Yeah. Woof. Woof. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. All right. Well, I have my original award, Alex. And then I have my backup award that I had to just come up with. <laughs> so my original award is the Detective Doty Award to Miss Gabby, who broke into all of her ex's social media, posted about how great she was, found the man, he, found the woman who he cheated on her with, and then got herself on the same TV show. Mm. You cannot tell me that a woman who is that thought out, this was an accident. My secondary award. I would award, have to agree. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. My second award is Best Bravo Viewer Award. And that goes to all the Bravo viewers who uploaded videos of themselves this week painting over the fancy AF yes! cover. Um, one of my painting over Tom, like he isn't there. So like, you know, he's in the pool. They painted over the pool. So it just looks like an empty pool or just putting sticky notes on his face or cutting out other people's faces. So I'm, I'm so happy everybody's rallying behind Ariana in this hard time. The, wow. the book wasn't his idea to begin with. All right, Alex, what's your award? 
my Jack Johnson Award. We all know Jack Johnson, popular musician. Maybe not like the best musician, but he's just kind of like, it's not like you listen to his music. It's like nice. It's nice like background music. It's TJ Maxx music. Part of the award here goes to Chris of Summerhouse. Kind of in the background. Kind of a nice guy. Nothing too showy. And what does he do this episode? (laughs) Makes banana pancakes. So Jack Johnson award goes to Chris. All right, Julia, what's your award? My award was going to be the Bubba Award because everyone's trying to get Bubba. But Alex already pointed that out. So it's now Alex. Summer I'm sorry. House. I ruined this episode. <laughs> Summer House Needs a Nurse Award. And that goes to Sierra. Thank gosh she came this week because she had some nursely duties to do. When she told Amanda that she had to go to the gyno because it's not appropriate to not have a period that long after going off birth control. I also heard Sam saying something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is I don't need to put SPF on because I already have my base coat. And that is scientific rule that I follow myself, but I know that a nurse will not agree. So thank goodness Sierra's there. These women need her medical just knowledge, definitely. Also, it's fun to hear people flirt nursily at her, so... Oh, yes. Sierra loves that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 